When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. calculated to keep you in suspense. In a moment, Act One of Brother John, starring William Redfield, and written especially for suspense by Elspeth Eric. This first portion of suspense is brought to you by the makers of Marlboro Cigarettes. And have a full-flavored smoke. Have a Marlboro. You get a lot to like with Marlboro, the filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste. Try Marlboro. It was so simple, it was ridiculous. I was locked up in the veteran's hospital with a brain embolism. Stroke, they call it, for short. You think that only happens to old people? Both of us in that room were under 30. You see, you get a stroke on the left side of your brain. It paralyzes the right side of your body. And it makes you so you can't talk. I mean, you got all the words in your head and you understand what everybody says, but you can't talk. So I just laid there and listened to Brother John talking to the army doctor. He's your brother? Uh, yes, yes, 20 years younger. I've taken care of him since he was a kid. Well, we'll hope for spontaneous recovery. Uh, what's that? The damage to the brain clears up by itself. Speech returns and the paralysis disappears. Ah. Well, uh, what do I do now? Well, can you remember what books he read as a child? Little poems or songs. Hey, diddle, diddle, Humpty Dumpty. Often these things come back first. Oh, Charlie was born in France. Our parents both died there when Charlie was ten. By that time, I was in okay shape financially, and they sent him back to me. Mm. But he only spoke French. I remember he used to uh, he used to sing that uh, that uh, Frere Jacques thing. Yes, singing often helps. The rhythm carries them along. I hardly know any French. Well, now you do your best. This may all clear up sooner than you think. Huh? The man on the other side of the screen has the same trouble. He seems to be coming along. Well, uh, thank you, Doctor. Anything else you want to know, ask for me at the desk. Uh, thanks. Uh, hey there, Jim. You look fine. Now, now listen. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. 
You know the apartment I have over the garage at the Tremaines? Are you going to come there? Hey, it's big enough. Wait till you see it. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. What's the matter? You think they'll mind? They won't mind. They're very nice people. And of course, they're really not in any position to mind anything. Are they? Huh? <laughs> no. So when I took that prison rap for Jerry Tremaine, he promised he'd look after me for the rest of my life. And somebody asks you, what does your brother do? You can say, he's butler for the Gerald Tremaine. Not much, I grant you that, but it's better than saying he's a bum. Right? Yeah, he's doing, doing very well, it's got old Jerry. All strictly on the up and up ever since that one little mistake I did time for. But I'm a nice fella. I've stuck to our original agreement, 200 a week for life. Of course, I get my board and room. So most of it, I put away for you. And if you ever need a little extra, well, truth is, uh, Mrs. Tremaine is what you uh, might say uh, crazy about me. I could always put the fight on her for a little extra if you needed it. Uh, listen, I brought you some champagne. Want me to open it now, huh? Oh, okay, later. With your buddy here, huh? Doctor says you both got this uh, cerebral thing. Okay, if I uh, introduce myself. Uh, my name's McGee. Yeah, I'm Charlie's brother, John. I brought some champagne. You and Charlie can have it together, okay? You, uh, you both look great, you know. Just great. Well, uh, good luck. Enjoy the champagne. Hey, looks like a nice fellow. You want to say something, Charlie? Go ahead, go ahead, try, huh? Go ahead. Frère Jacques, Frère Jacques, dormez-vous, dormez-vous. <laughs> I had to laugh. Big Brother John standing there trying to sing in French. Well, all right, so he didn't know French. But he had brains. He doesn't put threats in prison for a guy, then when he gets out, he moves in with the guy. Gets 200 a week and takes over the wife for time. Well, anyway, a few days later, I had a spontaneous recovery. Blood clots, the sword, speech came back, paralysis is gone, I'm out of the army. I'm walking around. But you see, I've never met these Tremaines. And I'm very curious to find out what they're like. So, Mrs. Tremaine comes to the door. Not a bad-looking woman for her age. She lets me in and introduces me to her husband. This is my husband, Mr. Tremaine. Charles, this is John's brother, Charlie. Charlie? Good Lord. Uh, uh, come on, come on, Charlie. Well, I, uh, I should have called John, I guess, but I, uh, I wanted to surprise him. Charles, you, Charlie. I can't. Uh, Charlie, we, we were just going to call you. Huh? Yeah, but who? Well, your, your brother, your brother has been shot. It just happened about an hour ago. Why? Right. Who wanted to do a thing like that? We don't know who did it. The police don't know. Well, you, you ought to let them know. That's all it is. All right, I will. I'll, uh, be uh, right with you. Right. Oh, he... He was such a wonderful brother to me. I know. He talked a lot about me. I mean, he... He did everything for me. You were planning to stay here with him, didn't you? He said so. Yeah, yeah, so I get a job or something. 
Now I don't know what to do. Well, why don't you just stay on here anyway for the, the time being? Oh, I don't know if I could. Don't department of the garage, you know. Why, why don't you just move in? Well, I... See, Mrs. Tremaine, I... I kind of like that. And I'd like to fuck around there, sort of, and see if I can't figure out who could have wanted to kill my brother John. It was so simple. It was ridiculous. I could move right in, and I did. Ah, they were nice, really. She was what you'd call faded, I guess, but not too faded. I could see how John could have gone for her a little bit. Next morning, I asked if I could help her with breakfast. <laughs> you know, John told me a lot about you, Mrs. Tremaine. He did? Yeah. He liked you a lot. Well, that's very nice to hear. I can see why. You're very attractive. <laughs> well, now... I mean, John certainly thought you were. And so do I. Well, that's a nice compliment from a young man. <laughs> And you're not much older than I am. I'm certainly not younger. Well, lots of men my age go for older women. I really wouldn't know about that. Oh, come on now, Mrs. Tremaine. You must have had lots of guys going for you. Really, Charlie, I, uh, I don't think this is the way for us to talk. I knew I had her. When they say they shouldn't talk this way, they're starting to weaken. They talk that way all the time they're saying they shouldn't, and pretty soon they're ready for action. Anyway, I could see she was getting uncomfortable, and that was exactly what I wanted. Her husband came downstairs right then, and I took him some coffee in the living room. John uh, was with us a long time, you know, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, I know. A terrible shock. Oh, you were... Talk to the police? Mm-hmm. Last night, they, uh... They don't seem to know much. Uh-huh. Well, any time. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, look, Charlie, you stay on here just as long as you like. No, no, Mr. Tremaine. I'll be moving on pretty soon, I guess. I mean, John said he, uh, had some money saved up for me. Oh? Yeah. Quite a lot. Good. I don't know how he did it. Almost $40,000. That much, huh? Yeah. Well, he uh, must have made good assessment. No, no. He just had saved it. Yeah. In four different banks. Oh, that's so? Yeah. Every week he made a deposit. A big one. You know, Teddy. Mm. Ever since the first week, he came to look for you. Well, now, what do you know about that? I had him, too. And I knew it. Now, both of them were uncomfortable. Ah, but they were nice people, really. I could almost have gotten a light. Yeah. Anyway, I helped Mrs. Tremaine put the breakfast on the table. She even asked me to eat with him, but I said, no, I was going out. Only I didn't go out. I stayed in the kitchen because I wanted to hear what they had to say to each other. Charlie, how long is he going to stay? Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. I don't know. Nice car. Very nice. Uh, not, uh, like John, though. No, not really. Doesn't even look like him. A lot younger, of course. Yes. I'll miss John. Uh, we'll get somebody else. Not like John, though. No, not like John. 
I was sorry I wasn't like John. I really was. I'd have liked to shone with these people for a while. I was even a pretty good butler, if you can imagine that. I helped Mrs. Tremaine get lunch. Um, I'm terribly awkward in the kitchen, I'm afraid. Oh, well, uh, let me do that. John always did everything. Uh-huh. He was a good man. Yes, he was. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't get to see more of him. Oh, we, we used to ask him to have you here for a visit, but he never would. I know, I know. I wonder why he wouldn't. I wonder if it was a woman. Oh, no, it wasn't a woman. I'd have known if it... Oh? You would? Well, I mean, if that was why we wouldn't have you here, I'd... I'd have known if he was seeing some woman here. No, I meant if it was some woman who killed him. <sighs> he should have seen her face. All of a sudden, she looked like somebody had hit her. <laughs> then Mr. Tremaine came home for lunch. I made him a drink first in the living room. Join me, Charlie? Oh, well... Thank you, Mr. Tremaine. I uh, don't usually indulge in the middle of the day. Yeah, of course not. $38,000. How's that? Oh, that's what my brother had. In four different banks. Oh, well, that uh, makes you a rich man, doesn't it? Well, not quite. I, uh, I just can't help wondering, that's all. Wondering uh, what, Charlie? Oh, well, he got all that money. Gave it to him all those years. Well, I wouldn't know if anybody gave it to him. Well, you see, somebody was paying him. That could be the man who killed him. I, I see what you mean. I said that I was going down to the police station. I thought that should start a little something, you know. I went out to the kitchen, and I opened and shut the door like I was leaving. But I sat down to listen. That's the third time he's talked to the police. That's natural, isn't it? Yes, I guess so. I must say, he doesn't seem to be mourning for his brother very much. No, they were supposed to be a bit close, weren't they? I guess... Men just don't show their feelings. In fact, I'm sure they don't. Meaning me? Toward each other. Some men don't even show their feelings toward their wives. Again? If you have any feelings toward your oh, wife... Honey, don't start that again. All right. <sighs> I'm sorry. That Charlie's making us both nervous. I'm not nervous. Are you nervous? No, not nervous, exactly. Yes, you are. Look, why, why don't we get rid of him? Get rid of who? But Charlie... But we just asked him to stay. You asked him, not me. You want him to leave. I didn't say I want him. I'd like to see some money till, till John to stay to settle. That'd be nice. Well, so tell him. Me? You tell him. Well, why should I tell him? You tell him. Why me? And so it went. You tell him. No, you tell him. <laughs> I wanted to laugh. I got out of the kitchen very quietly, and I did go down to the police station. They didn't know anything. They hadn't found the gun, and they couldn't figure out who had a motive. So, about 5.30, I went back to the house. 
Mrs. Tremaine was setting the table for dinner. Did you see the police, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was there all afternoon. Really? All afternoon? Mm-hmm. They wanted me to tell them everything I knew about John. Really? Yeah. I didn't know a lot. He never said too much about himself. No. No, he was sort of a quiet man. Uh, a few things, I told him. Oh, like what? Well, like I gathered, he was very happy here. I mean, you took good care of him. I gathered that. Well, we tried. Oh, he was really happy here. Yeah, he really was happy. He used to say he never wanted to leave here. Did he? Yeah. I guess he had about everything he wanted. Right here in this house. Everything? I mean, jobs like that are sure hard to find. That have everything. I suppose they are. Her hand started to shake, and pretty soon she gave up trying to set the table and went up to the living room to join Mr. Tremaine. I told her that I was going to go up and wash up for dinner. But instead, I went out in the hall. She closed the door to the living room. Standing on the other side, I could hear everything that went on. Gerald, I must tell you something. What, dear? Gerald, we've got to get rid of that man. I told you that at lunch. He knows something. What do you mean, something? Gerald, I never meant to tell you this. It isn't anything much, really. Only now it, it might make the police think I killed John. You? Oh, I'm so ashamed of myself. Carrying him on with a servant. Why, you what? poor little lonely housewife taking up with a, the first man who was nice. Connie, Connie, what are you talking about? The way I thought of myself, Gerald. It was all self my I was alone all day. And John was here. Connie, I... That's the way it was. You? And John? That's hard to believe. Oh, Gerald, I'm not trying to excuse myself. I'm not. It's just that now John's dead and that awful Charlie thinks some woman killed him. And I, I think he thinks I'm the woman. No, he doesn't. He's been in the He thinks some man did it. Some man who was paying John a lot of money. Extortion money. Who? Me. You. Yes. He doesn't come out and say it, but he knows someone's been paying the money, and I think he suspects me. And he's right. What do you mean? I paid John for 15 years, ever since he got out of jail. We were both guilty, but he took the rap. Guilty of what? Embezzlement. Embezzlement? Yes. We took $70,000 from the firm before we got caught. As I said, I went free and John went up the river. I paid him 200 a week, 52 weeks a year. He saved up almost $40,000 when he was killed. But you didn't kill him. Is that a question? I know you didn't do it. You know I didn't. Of course. You think I did? No, 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 of course not. You don't think maybe he, he got tired of me or I, I got jealous or hysterical or something and, and shot no, him? No, of course I don't. I did get jealous sometimes. I'm hysterical. But you didn't kill him. No, I didn't. Neither did I. I know. Well, that wasn't the way I thought it would go, frankly. In the first place, I never thought they'd spill everything to each other. And in the second place, I thought if they did spill everything... They'd each jump at the chance to pin it on the other. Yeah. They must have loved each other or something. Oh, something like that. Anyway, I decided to walk in and settle the whole thing right then and there. 
Do you? Well, do you? Suspense. You have been listening to Brother Doc, starring William Redfield, and written especially for Suspense by Elsa Perry. Suspense is produced and directed by Bruno Zerato Jr., music supervision by Ethel Huber, sound patterns by Joseph Cadivo. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.